Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. Today, I'm in the studio with a very special guest, my friend, Joanne Doubt. Joanne is an attorney who did something quite extraordinary that she could never have done without God's help. What fascinates me is that she dared to even dream the dream. Joanne, welcome to the studio. Thank you. Happy to be here. Oh, good. So we became friends in around 2012, about 11 years ago, right? Correct. And uh, sometime soon after that, I don't know if you remember, but you called me up and asked me to meet you for lunch because you wanted to talk about an idea you had. And you were very, very busy because you had a very successful business going. Yes, my financial practice. But I I definitely came up and uh, we talked and you presented what would be Strike Force 421. And the idea was so new, this Christian women's giving circle idea, a ministry for the sole purpose of giving, was such a new idea. And you didn't even have a 501c3. It was just all brand new. What were what were you feeling at that time? That was when you were seeking really endorsements and, and partners who would work with you. Yeah, looking for women who were going to buy into this. It's a very new concept. Um, a giving circle is where women pool their money for the purpose of giving large impact gifts to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. I can give a, I can give money here and there a little bit, but I don't make a difference. But I can really move the needle if I can combine with other individuals and we can make a large impact gift. So Strike Force had the commitment to make a large impact gift by getting as many women as possible to each contribute an amount, and then, bam, we would change the needle. And then tell our audience how you decided who would get the money. Well, the the board uh, makes the decision. Um, Our ministries apply in the application process online. And then the board, through much, much prayerful consideration, um, decides which ministries they want to interview, which they don't. And then they go ahead and interview those they've chosen. And then from there, the board, again, prayerfully decides who is going to move forward in the finalist process. And the way it worked, um, well, you asked me first to be part of the committee, and I was so thrilled because I was bursting with ideas. Mm-hmm. I just loved this concept. You were. You had tons of ideas. <laughs> and um, and then uh, eventually you asked me to become part of the board of trustees. And so I can testify that the process of choosing who would receive these grants was a very prayerful and painstaking process. The vetting was extraordinary. And and aside from the vetting, just the prayer process was extraordinary. But, you know, I have a, a question for you. What on earth made you think you could even do this? This is a God's thing. This is a God story. I never imagined this. This goes way back, though. This goes back to about 2006 mm-hmm. when I was practicing law in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, and God just said to me, Joanne, you better sell your practice because you're going to move. Wow. 
I, I felt like Abraham and Sarah. I, I, at least I didn't have to have a tent and go camping. But I, I didn't know when or where I was supposed to go. I had no idea. But I followed through and I obeyed. It took me about two years to sell my practice. I wanted to find the right buyer. And then um, when I sold my practice, I spent a year in the new practice transitioning my clients over. Wow. And it was during that time when I'm sitting there in my other office that God just said, I want you to start a women's giving circle. I had never heard of a giving circle, mm-hmm. and I just began researching it. I didn't know what in the world they were. Oh. And it, I just took one step at a time, and then the practice sold, and then he said, okay, now is the time you're going to move. And I had just mm-hmm. been to an NCF um, uh, meeting in Alpharetta, the headquarters, and I flew home that night to Minnesota in the dead of winter, ice cold, and I went in the website for NCF and looking at all the local offices. NCF stands for the National Christian Foundation, and they have offices all over. Yes. So I used to be on staff with them, and I, and I discovered that they had to shut down the Naples Foundation because the guy there didn't want to run it anymore. Oh. I said, well, hello, I'm a Minnesota girl. I would mm. love to move to Naples. Mm. So I did. Oh. So I packed up and moved over there, and meanwhile, this whole giving circle thing is kind of incubating. God is just saying, not yet, not yet, not yet. And you know, that's something I really want our listeners to pause and really, really concentrate on for a moment. Let that really come over your spirit, incubating. That is something that many of us just want to run ahead with something, and we just want to really run before God toward a dream. And we do need to run toward our dreams, but we need to allow them to incubate with prayer and thought, see who the Lord has us meet or what situations arise that will help build that little embryo of a dream. That's so That's so true. Uh, again, so much prayerful consideration, um, asking the Lord, what do, I, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Um, so um, I was over in Naples for about a year and a half and then had an opportunity to merge that one with the Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. National Christian Foundation. Which is Foundation. where we are now. Yes. And uh, moved over here, and I was hosting a women's event. And at that time, God said, okay, it's go time. Yeah, I want you to launch this thing now. Mm-hmm. And so I happened to look over in the corner. There were four women, three women sitting there, and I knew one of them, and the other two were sort of acquaintances. And um, I said, ladies, would you like to start a women's giving circle? Mm-hmm. And they said, sure. What's that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's how so, we all reacted. So we uh, we went out to lunch, and we came up with the name Strike Force because we want to strike and make a difference in the life of a ministry. And the 421 is because we met on April 21st. Oh, that's just so dear. And since then, God has just delivered. Uh, he has just been with us every step of the way. Everything we did in the beginning was a first-time everything. We didn't know. Right. We had never tried it before. We just kept going. And now we've got pretty good systems in place. But in the beginning, it was like, whoa, well, now what do we do? Right. It was, I was um, step back and pray about it and see what we do next. I was a founding member, and I remember each step we would be stuck and stymied. What 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 is somebody supposed <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do right. now? That's right. And But in a way, that's, that's good because A, we forces us to depend on the Lord— and B, it forces us to dig deep and get creative and find out what is possible rather than following just another path that's been, you know, that's been written. There's, I keep a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote um, that says on my desk that says, don't go where the path may lead. Um, 
create a new path and leave a trail or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, well, this was definitely a new path. Yeah. <laughs> we trailblazed on this one. But God was there. He just, he led it. And uh, coming up to every event where we're going to give the money away, we never knew how much money we were going to have. But right. God just delivered. All the money would come in at the last second. It was just amazing right. how he has just blessed Strike Force and enabled us to be able to turn around and just give away money and make a difference in the lives of ministries here in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, I do want to share with our audience that we were able to raise $1 million, that's a lot of zeros, dollars in the first eight years. And it it started out little. I don't remember what our first year was. Our first year we 42. gave about $72,000. And that was quite a bit. Yeah. And then I remember the first year that we went over 100000 I think we went to 140 something And just every year just building and building. And uh, we don't do just one a grant winner. We always had multiple grants that we would fund either fully or or substantially. We talk about Romans 12, too, and just being who you are and doing things according to the way God made you and not anyone else. And I love that part of the way you set up Strike Force was you were not going to have endless meetings. Tell how the schedule that you had decided would be. We wanted to make this work for the women in Fort Lauderdale. In the process of getting started, we interviewed a number of giving circles around the country mm. and learned that they had all kinds of volunteer commitments and all kinds of meetings, and we thought, that's just not going to fly down here. Mm-hmm. So we have two events a year. In mm-hmm. the fall, we showcase our semi-finalist ministries at a breakfast, and in the spring, we have an evening, and we give all the money away to celebrate. Mm-hmm. So that's how. There's no volunteering. There's no nothing. And I know people are always worried about uh, how much of the money that's given to a particular ministry goes toward administrative costs. And I remember when I was serving on the Board of Trustees there, uh, we have no administrative costs because we, the board, <laughs> pay for everything. <laughs> and we volunteer. Yeah. So so we have zero. Our administrative costs are zero. So on the Charity Navigator website, which we're not big enough to be on, I guess, but it, we would we would come out at 100% because our yeah. costs are zero. But what's wonderful about the Giving Circle is that it drew the community in. So how many women have been involved at this point? I would say several hundred. You know, it it kind of ebbs and flows. Um, We never know who's going to sign up for the next year. Mm -hmm. There's no commitment. There's no contract to sign. There's nothing Mm -hmm. that you're going to get stuck in that you can't get out Mm -hmm. of. Um, so we just never know. We just this is God's giving circle, yeah. and He just He just delivers. And what's really interesting is that the women who give, and I'm not referring just to Strike Force Four Two One. I'm really talking to women all over the country about getting involved in giving in their own communities. But what happens when you give? Are you make new relationships with other givers? You know, the Bible talks a lot about friendships, to be cautious in friendships. And I think everyone who is a parent knows that. We don't want our kids to hang out with certain other kids because we know that when people are together, they tend to grow like the other person. So we always want to have friendships with people that we respect and admire and who are really engaged in the same things. So one of the things that has happened with Strike Force is that women have become more engaged, because this is a women's giving circle, ha- women have become more engaged 
with other women arm in arm toward goals that are greater than themselves or their day-to-day lives. So the kinds of ministries, for example, that we have been involved with, I mean, I know all these ministries now up close and personal only because of Strike Force, because we would meet with them, we would interview them, we would connect with them. Tell our listeners just an example of all the different kinds of of uh, ministries that Strike Force has supported. We have given to a variety of ministries, but the one underlying common thread is that whatever they do, they must proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So we've given to a college, we've given to um, uh, after-school programs for mentoring students, we've given to um, another school that needed to build a commercial kitchen. We gave to um, a high school, um, the ministry there needed a, a bus that, so the girls could go on on board the bus and go shopping. They completely gutted the bus and made it into a nice store. Um, yeah, just more than we could possibly count. What The beauty of this is that, that women love to do things in community and coming together in strike force and, and giving together. They all get to connect with a common ground. And, and that's where we are so careful because we are giving away other people's money. Yes. And that is where the prayerful consideration comes in because it's not our money. It's, it's well, first of all, it's God's money, yes. but it's our lady's money. And we want to make sure that we are lined up with what the Lord wants us to do with it. And now we are in our what? 10th year. 10th year. Oh my yeah. goodness. Hard to believe. And so now we also have a team of ambassadors yes, based on that scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, I think 20. I think that was your idea, Elizabeth, to well, set up the ambassadors. I didn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great idea. We've got a great team of women who have been with us for a very long time who are really supportive of Strike Force and they're really engaged. Yeah, it's wonderful. They they are, you know, we are all ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Lord in in a variety of different ways. Right, right. So, concluding our episode, I just want to ask you what what is your takeaway from this experience? I know you've passed the baton of the presidency. Yes. Um, over when and, we hit a million dollars, God told me to step down. Wow. Well, based and, on what He's told you in the past, I would definitely listen. To I what did. He I, says. I did a lot of crying, but I stepped down. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you're still completely engaged, and um, and in fact, now there's a new strike force opening in, in West Palm Beach. West Palm, yeah. Um, but what is your looking back over those ten years and and what happened from that first dollar that came in till now and that dream that became a reality? What is what is your biggest takeaway? That God is in control and that he will lead and guide you. Mm. Well, on that note, I don't know how we can add to it. So I just want to thank you, Joanne. And I want to ask you, will you come back? Because I haven't even scratched the surface <laughs> of things I'd like to ask you. I would love to. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.